Hello and welcome to Essentials to Heal Yourself. I'm Laura Lee Humphreys. So today I have a little bit of a treat for you. I've got a question that one of the viewers wrote in, and so I'm going to answer their question. So I invite you to, anytime you have a question, leave a comment in my videos, episodes, ask me a question and I will do episodes or videos like this to answer your questions, okay? So the viewer asked that, or she said that she went to her general practitioner because of an infection and she did not get to see her regular doctor, but she did see a woman doctor that listened to her because she had prepared a list of what the doctor would hope, uh, what she was hoping that the doctor would listen to. Very good thing. Okay. So her question is, how can I go about finding a doctor who will truly does listen and hear their patients? I may try to see that lady doctor again that she had seen the other day before, but she's in a large clinic. All right. So thank you again for sending your question in and these are my thoughts. So let me explain to you how the medical system is, just the structure and nature of it so that you can understand what you're dealing with, okay? Because if you're going to play in that arena, then you got to like play by the rules, so to speak, and understand the, the nature of the beast, if you want to call it that, the nature of the system that you are in, right? Especially if you're talking to doctors and healthcare practitioners practitioners who are in a large clinic, okay? Because that's where you're going to really see the dynamic of the system amplified more so than if you were to see like a, more like a solitary practitioner or a, or a doctor who has their, their own practice, okay? So the, the current medical model is as we probably have all have noticed in the last several years, is becoming more and more and more corporatized. It's always, always been driven by big pharma since the early 1900s. So over a hundred years now, it's been dictated that it's been dominated by big pharma and the sales of drugs and all of their products. And that has only amplified tremendously in the last hundred years. And so now it's quite obvious that that industry in the main, in general, is driven by profits and by the dictates of what the pharmaceutical industry wants the medical system to do, okay? So just recognize that, that they're in business to make a profit. They are not necessarily in business to see you, that you are healed and come to wholeness and wellness because that's not good business model for them okay if you are healthy they cannot make money off of you that's how the system has been set up over a hundred years ago before any of us were born okay so that's just what we're dealing with additionally uh, when the rockefeller foundation took over the pharmaceutical industry formed the ama in the early 1900s and took over the medical industry, the pharmaceutical industry uh, over a hundred years ago. They also took over the schools, the medical schools, and they dictated and controlled the curriculum that the doctors are taught. And that continues today and has become even much more amplified. 
Okay, so follow me with this because it is important. I'm not, I'm, I am going to tie everything together it's, um, to answer your question here. So just to kind of give you a little bit of context. So the way that the doctors are taught, it's primarily to fulfill the ultimate ulterior motive of the system and of the drug companies, which is all about making money. That's one of the reasons why as time has come gone on that we see more and more people that feel disgruntled, they don't feel heard, they don't feel cared for by the medical system and by their doctors and other practitioners because the system is driven for profit. And so they're in medical school, they're taught about uh, what drug is gonna um, be applied for, um, what drug to apply for whatever condition or symptom. Okay, it's all about symptom suppression. It's not about healing. It's not about actually correcting the problem. Because if they did, then they would be out and put themselves out of business. So doctors are taught about drug or prescribing drugs. The last several, the last generation or so of doctors who are going through that system, the way the curriculum has changed with more technology and automation and computers, et cetera is that it's becoming a much more inhuman, a much more distantly, there's much, um, not so much of a human contact or empathy or connection. It's all about following this prescribed um, protocol that's been programmed into their, into their computer or their um, smart pad and, or their <laughs> talk anyway, into their, their um, computer. And so they just look at, they just follow whatever the, the computer is telling them to do. This, some, these set of symptoms are presented, therefore prescribed these drugs. And it's becoming much more and more like if you were to go to a mechanic and have them look at your car, much more impersonal. And with very little time and attention and empathy and care, it's, it's that the human touch is being lost. And you've probably noticed that when you've gone to the, the healthcare, um, into the into the hospitals and such, especially especially in a large clinic when there's so many people, so much demand, so little time, so many patients. Okay, so just understand that is the nature of the thing. If you're going to be in that system, then that's what you will be dealing with, is a very impersonalized treatment and care because the doctors are more and more taught to simply follow orders based upon whatever's in their iPad and whatever the computer tells them to do, rather than doing some critical thinking, rather than spending time with you and talking and really figuring out what's going on with you and doing some research on their own, which is what they used to do to really help you. Okay, but the way the system has become so much more corporatized, they've taken out all the little details of human connection. And so it's just push, 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 rinse and repeat, get push as many people through the system as possible, make as much money as possible, spend as much little time as possible. And then that's you wonder, well, it's no wonder then that you're not having the care, the time, the listening ear. This, the support and help that you actually need, that's which is why you're paying them, okay? So just realize that is the system that you're in. 
And so if you can find somebody within that system who's willing to take a few extra minutes and really have a conversation with you, fantastic. Especially if you have a list of questions prepared already going into it of you've done some research on your own on the internet and talked to other practitioners, even had a second or third opinion of things so that you know what to ask the doctor once you're in there because you just realize because they just don't have a lot of time to spend with you. Okay, so that's very good. Definitely keep a list of what you want, need to know so that you can be succinct and, and to the point as possible. Okay. Now within this system, there's a lot of, over the last several decades, a lot of doctors and practitioners and other healthcare you know, pro, uh, professionals there have recognized this and recognized, you know, among other things that they can see it's not working. And so They've started to step out of the way, step out of the system and find other ways of how they can help people. And, and that has led to the, the emergence of integrative healthcare, um, functional medicine, um, much more uh, um, common um, alternative practitioners, naturopaths, homeopaths, chiropractors, the other alternative healthcare professionals, which actually in my opinion, it's not really alternative because those modalities have been around forever longer than, than Rockefeller drug medicine system has been around, okay? Those things have been used for hundreds of years, whereas the Rockefeller big pharma drug-based medicine, allopathic medicine has only been around for a little over 100 years. So you may want to go explore, get out of your comfort zone, out and go find some new, you know, experiences, go explore some healthcare practitioners who do practice in that way, because typically they do uh, spend more time with the clients because they understand the value of it. Okay, they know why it's so important to let you speak and, and to explore different things into because they really genuinely want to see you get better. And so a lot of people, that's, that's for a lot, a lot, a lot of doctors, that's why they left the big medical system so that they could actually help people heal. Okay. So if you're going to start to extract yourself a little bit from that system, also understand the insurance industry keeps you roped into it. It keeps your, your hands tied because, you know, it, like with most people, their, their employer gives their gives them their insurance. And so you've got you know the choice of X, Y, and Z, this hospital or that doctor, or so your choices are limited based upon what your insurance will cover. And so then you're at this point of like, well, gee, I'm like handcuffed. I can only do this and this and this because my insurance is only going to cover this and I can only afford X, Y, and Z. Okay. So that is something that you do need to contend with if you find somebody say, for example, a functional medicine doctor or a practitioner who really resonates with you, who listens to you, who understands what you need and is willing and has the information and the protocols and resources to truly help you, in times they're not going to be able to take insurance because that's the choice that they had to make when they stepped out of the system. Okay, so understand the doctors and are, are just as tapped out, just as stressed, just as oftentimes just as frustrated as you are because of the system they are stuck in okay so just again just understand the dynamic of what you're working of what you're dealing with if you're going to play their game okay so if you if you go to you know looking at a functional or, or an integrative health care practitioner and they don't take insurance then or they don't take your insurance and you've got to figure out other things 
Okay. So here's also one of the thing and other things that I would suggest that you do is in the process of taking back your health, take back your power, take back your responsibility of yourself, of your health. And how does that look? Well, doing some of your own research, figuring out, okay, what are some of the the principles of health, the, the natural laws of health. And by the, just as a sidebar, I am about to start doing a series of videos and episodes talking about the natural laws of health. So as I get those published, I will be posting them. So just be watching for them in the next few weeks. Okay. So understand, start educating yourself on what do I need to do to become healthy? And then start applying those things, like looking at your diet, Looking at starting reading the labels on every single thing in, that you eat, that you drink. Look at all the products in your in your kitchen, your laundry room, your bathroom. Read the ingredient labels. If there's something that you don't understand or can't don't know what that word is, go look it up to see what it is. And I'm t- I, most often, nine times out of ten, you'll probably find it's going to be a toxic, disease-causing carcinogen chemical. Okay, so. First and foremost, stop poisoning yourself by looking at what you're eating, what you're drinking, what are you putting on your skin, what are you washing your clothes with, your your health, your skincare, your cosmetics, okay? Stop poisoning yourself, okay? And then looking at your diet, what types of the quality of foods that you're eating? You know, can you switch out, you know, a, a few things like a package processed things and adding more fruits and vegetables, you know, get outside in the sunshine breathe fresh air, go for a walk, move your body, spend some time meditating, um, breathing, connecting in with yourself, connecting with your, your spiritual source. So those are some of the very basic things, lifestyle things that are natural laws of health that you can start learning and educating yourself with and applying so that you can start turning your health around. And then when you go to see some different doctors, then you can be explaining to them, this is what I'm doing, this is what, uh, what I need. And, and they can you know, hopefully listen to you and, and guide you further, okay? So just take those steps, have a list of who you want, of, of the questions that you have for the doctor. Also, it's helpful to make a list or write down of the things of the qualities and characteristics that you would like your doctor to have, you know, like having empathy, taking a few minutes to, to talk to you, to listen. So many people, they're just so few people listen. Um, somebody who has, you know, a good breadth of knowledge about the thing that you're talking to them about so that they can give you resources outside in addition to just the standard recipe of drug-based therapy and also understand in this system of allopathic medicine most doctors are legally not allowed they are literally legally not allowed to give you options outside of the cut burn and poison the cut the surgery the burn the radiation the poison the drugs they're not legally allowed. They'll be punished. They're going to lose their license. Okay. So again, understand that's the system you're working in. So if you want to have more solutions, functional solutions that are in harmony with how your body actually works and with somebody who can 
guide you along and, and coach you and educate you and teach you, you're really going to have to look outside of the, the main allopathic medical model. Okay. Um, one last thing I'll, I'll, I'll mention just to kind of, again, give you perspective of the nature of the system that you're dealing with. So this has to do with maritime law, which is all about commerce and contract law. And you may think this has nothing to do with, you know, seeing your doctor, but just follow with me on this because it does relate. Okay. So, and if you do, if this is brand new, then I encourage you go, go do some educating, some research, you know, um, learn about admiralty law, contract law, commerce law because it has to do with commerce and, and contracts of between um, corporations of doing business and commerce with each other. It also has to do with commerce about livestock, moving life, moving and selling livestock, like cattle, pigs, cows, okay? Which is also an admiralty law applied to human beings. So that is kind of like the, the backdrop, the wallpaper behind you that, that um, of Admiralty Law, the, the, the perspective of how through that lens of Admiralty commercial law, how people are seen, how they're viewed. Look at the term doctor. How, where, what does that really signify within Admiralty Law? Um, birth and delivery. What do those words mean in the, through the lens of admiralty or, or um, commercial law? Because it does make a big difference, okay? Because that is underlying everything, underlying the, the, the commerce of the hospital that can be very subtle and unspoken and not noticeable, or it can be very outspoken and unobvious and seen. But that bias or attitude towards people seen through the lens of admiralty commercial law as livestock, as cattle, has a subtle influence upon the attitude of how the doctor views you. They may not even be consciously aware of this, but if that's, that is, influencing their view of you therefore it's also going to influence their treatment of you okay and so that is one of the things that contributes to the overall sense of feeling very like you're being treated in a very um desensitized unhuman way or where the human sense of humanity and empathy and, and human connection is lost where it becomes more about machine uh, treating machine about you know your mechanic treating your car and you are the car, okay? So just understand that's the dynamic of the system, okay? So I hope that helps. I hope that gives you some insights and perspectives and uh, new things to explore and look at. Um, keep your questions coming. If you would like to know more about you know this topic, please reach out. And if you've got any other questions, also please reach, reach out and share this video around, subscribe to my channel. Please help me grow my channel uh, by sharing my videos and episodes with others so that 
as my audience grows, then I can do more things to interact with you directly and answer your questions directly. Okay. So please help me do that. Um, subscribe to this. And as with all of my videos, I have a gift for you below in the description of this episode that I have a PDF download for you. And it's all about the seven unconscious beliefs that prevent you from healing. And so grab that, download that, and just look through that and just, just check yourself to see. It's like, do you fall into, are you operating or do you, uh, with any of these beliefs, or are they influencing your actions? And, and then if so, then once you become aware of it, then you can start taking um, steps to do differently so that you can heal yourself, have the resources and education to do so. Okay. So thank you so much for tuning in. Look forward to my, look for my other videos and I will talk to you soon. Take care.